Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Are you tired of investing your time and your energy into relationships that go nowhere and you know deep down the common denominator is you. You have awareness that whatever you're doing right now in relationships is not working, it's not serving you, and you are ready to take ownership of this area of your life and finally learn how to embody a securely attached, confident woman who can attract a great relationship. If that's you, I have a very special invitation. I want to invite you to apply to the Empowered, Secure, and Loved program. This is a program designed to help you no matter your attachment style, no matter your relationship past, it will help you move to secure attachment so that you can show up confident, you can communicate well, you can navigate any kind of conflict, and you can create that relationship that you've always wanted while simultaneously having high self-worth and high levels of self-love. If that's you and you know that in 2022, you are ready for a great relationship and you're committed to getting there, I want to personally invite you to apply to the ESL program Use the link in my Instagram bio. On Instagram, it's at Dr. Morgan Coaching, Dr. Morgan Coaching, and the link is also in the show notes. Spots are extremely limited, so go apply now to reserve your spot and start your journey to high self worth and great relationships. Hello, it is your host, Dr. Morgan. I'm excited for this episode today. I've got my almond milk latte made at home y'all um and messy bun and we are just here we're waking up but i have done all my morning routine things that i do and i'm fully ready to connect with you all to serve you and i have some really good questions that i'm going to answer um this is so random but I love the Skims cotton night dress thing. Um, I don't know if any of you even know what I'm talking about, and you may hate or love Kim K, but girl can make a very comfortable nighttime outfit. So that's what I have on. This episode will not be on YouTube, um, but I'm feeling extra cozy and extra ready to serve you all. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, the first question that I got 
was what does a healthy progression of a relationship timeline look like from the first date until engagement? How long should you keep things light and fluffy versus when you should be able to ask for wants and needs to be met and to set boundaries? I love this question. Thank you, Paige. And this did come from the Successful Women Great Relationships Facebook community that we have. I absolutely love this group. It has been so engaged. There's so many amazing women in there. And just to see that there's this community of people coming together to support one another. It's I love it. I needed that community in my 20s. That would have been helpful to me. So it brings me so much joy to know that I've helped create a space um, that's helping women. So anyways, if you haven't joined it yet, go join the Facebook community. You can post questions. It's a judgment-free zone. People are interacting and it's amazing. I love seeing the women who are supporting each other, who are giving helpful perspectives And of course, I go in there and I try to respond to as many people as possible. And then I get my questions for the podcast from there. So you never know. You could drop a question. It might just get answered on the podcast. All right. This question. I love it because this is what happens. We start dating. We're getting frustrated. We're thinking, why have I not found my person yet? Why am I not in that relationship I've always wanted? I thought I'd be married by now, or I thought that I'd have that great relationship by now and we'd be planning our lives together. And we get this sort of impatience, if you will, frustration, sometimes hopelessness when we're really at our lowest. And we say, okay, you know what? I just need the clear timeline. I just need someone to tell me the game plan and the exact steps. And then everything's going to be fine because I did that in my career. I did that when I was working on my fitness levels. All I need is a clear, exact game plan. That would be great, except here's the deal. Relationships involve humans. Wow, right? Like we are human. Every single relationship dynamic that you have will be different. Whether it's romantic, friendship, family, whatever, every dynamic you have will be different. There is no exact timeline that I can give you. I can't say at month three, that's when you set XYZ boundary and that's when you make it clear exactly what you want. But what I can do is even better is I can help you learn how to become the securely attached version of you who doesn't have to overthink about what they're supposed to do the securely attached version of you, all she has to do is just show up and be honest and communicate, right? So I can help you become that version of you that doesn't have to overthink and that doesn't feel like they need the exact timeline. 
So with this, and and by the way, I'm saying this out of tough love. I'm saying this out of someone who Googled this. I mean, who can relate to this? You're just Googling um, late night on the internet. When should I tell them that I have feelings or at what point do I ask them to become my boyfriend, girlfriend, right? Or you're, you're Googling um, what to do when they say they want to see where things go, right? Like we've all been there. I've been there where you just want a freaking answer. And I understand that that feels easy. Um, and I know that you can do hard things. And I know that you're worthy of healing. So I'm going to give you something that's even more helpful, which is a framework, a framework for showing up as the securely attached version of you when thinking about relationship pacing. Because that's really what we're talking about here is emotional investment in the relationship, relationship pacing. How do we build a relationship. I love the house metaphors with building relationships, right? And you think about a house that gets thrown together. There's no evidence that it's a good foundation. The materials aren't thought about and the house is just thrown together. That's not going to be a long standing, durable home, right? When we're building a relationship, we want to be able to build intentionally. So I can help you think about that. Um, the question page where where you're saying, how long should you keep things light and fluffy versus when you should be able to ask for wants and needs to be met and to set boundaries? So let's talk about this. This question, that part about keeping things light and fluffy, that comes from people having told you that you're too much. Anybody who's going to ask me this question, I already know. You've experienced people telling you that you're too much, you want too much, you move too fast, you ask for too much, blah, blah, blah. And here's the deal. You get to start setting the standards and building the relationship culture from date one, from the first interaction you get to show up how you would show up in a relationship. There's no calculated, I know, I know men are from Mars, women are from Venus, or um, what's the one about that has bitch in the title? I, I know, I know there's a bunch of BS out there about playing games and how that, you know, people are different and we have to make them want us and play hard to get. And then I guess at some point you get to relax and accept their love and welcome them in. But that's not actually what works. That's not actually healthy for you. If you play games in your dating life, you will get a relationship full of games. I don't want that for any of you. So you get to start showing up securely attached from date one. That means you get to be honest about how you feel. You get to be honest about what you need. And you can be honest about what you want, right? Here's what I want you to think about. 
you are a love scientist. You're showing up from this securely attached place. You're gathering the data. You're focused on how do I feel when I'm with this person? Do I like how I feel? Do I enjoy myself? Am I curious about them? I think about curiosity and wanting to deeply know someone and really understand them and know about why they think the way they do and why they feel the way they do and why they're drawn to what they're drawn to in life and really that craving of deeply knowing someone, right? It's so much more powerful than physical attraction. I mean, the physical attraction is great. And and if younger Morgan heard this, she would be like, what? Right? Like I used to really highly prioritize a physical attraction. So some of you out there listening, I know that you do too. But I, I want you to start thinking about, do I want to get to know this person emotionally? Do I want to understand their brain, right? That's real attraction that's going to deepen over time. Um, so we want to start asking ourselves, those questions. And is that curiosity reciprocated? Is this person asking questions about me or are they talking about themselves for the entire 90 minute dinner, right? Um, So we want to be looking for curiosity. We want to be open. We want to be honest. And we need people to earn our vulnerability. We need to gather the data where we say, okay, this person is reliable, consistent. They do what they say they're going to do. They are honest. They respect my boundaries. When I set a boundary, they want to take me out Thursday night. I tell them I have yoga with my friends that night. I won't be able to make it. They say, no problem. Let's do Saturday instead, right? They don't say something like, oh, you're going to prioritize your friends over me. And I thought I was more important than yoga or I don't know. They could say some other BS, right? But someone who respects your boundaries, right? You need to gather that data to see, oh, is this person earning my vulnerability? Does this feel like a safe place to put my emotional investment and my energy. Your energy, your emotional investment are so highly valuable. You need to start seeing them that way, right? You got to first set those boundaries with yourself and say, yes, my energy, my time, my emotional investment, my vulnerability are incredibly valuable and I will be intentional about who I share it with, right? This is a game changer. And and most of us have not done the healing work to support that way of being. Most of us can get caught up in that fear of abandonment, fear of codependency. So then we stay hyper independent and have avoidant attachment strategies, right? We can develop all of these ways of being that prevent us from intentionally showing up and intentionally investing. And that's what a relationship is. It's an investment. And if you think about investments, you know, I think some of us 
um, do our research and we're careful and we, you know, wait on the sidelines forever and then we never invest. And then some of us are just going, oh my gosh, yes, I want this. I'm going to just, you know, try everything and see what sticks. Just going to invest my energy everywhere. That is also not helpful, right? To not be intentional at all and to invest too freely and to leave yourself feeling depleted, right? We want to get to that place where we're operating from secure attachment, we're confident, we're intentionally investing, and we are gathering the data over time to create a healthy relationship foundation. So you don't have to be light and fluffy. I don't actually, I have an idea of what that means. That's the like, oh yeah, let's just have fun and hang out. And I don't care um, if you just broke up with somebody two weeks ago and you're living in your parents' basement, you know, let's just have fun. So um, we don't want to be in a place where we are ignoring our wants, our needs, we're ignoring our standards, and we're prioritizing having a connection. Sometimes we get to a place where we're so disconnected from ourselves, we feel so lonely, that we're just going to prioritize any kind of connection over our standards and what we truly need. That is a sign that we need to do some deep healing. We need to reconnect with ourselves. We need to do the work to move to a securely attached place, right? So what if instead of being light and fluffy and ignoring your boundaries and ignoring your standards, what if you could say, I'm going to show up as a securely attached version of me who knows her worth, who knows her standards, who honors her boundaries, who communicates assertively. And I'm also going to say, how can I have as much fun as possible with this person? And how can I enjoy this dating process and this period where I'm getting to know the person? And how can I let them earn my vulnerability, right? And I want you to realize that sharing your dreams about the future and sharing your desires about what you truly want, there's some vulnerability in that. I'm not saying that you have to not share that, but you have to realize that you want to feel emotionally safe when you're sharing something like that. So I don't know that it's first date material to say um, what I really, truly want is a life partner and a family. And I envision myself as a mother or or for you to say, I'm not interested in having children and I envision myself traveling the world and I really want a partner who's going to do that with me. Right. That's not necessarily first date material. We want people to earn our vulnerability and we also want to be honest. So it takes it takes a little bit of time to say, is this somebody who can make a date and I can trust that they're going to show up and they're going to be on time and they're going to be respectful and they're going to be a good listener? I always think about this. If you're dating someone and you can't trust that they're going to be tuned in to hear about your day. 
and ask you good questions and validate what you said and be present with you, if they can't do that about how was your day at work, this person has not earned the right to hear about your childhood. End of story. End of story, right? Gather the data, start small, you know, um, and I think this does come down to once again, that belief that you are worthy of intentionally investing. You are worthy of gathering the data that there is an abundance of people who would be so excited to date you and build a relationship with you. And because of that abundance, you have the right to be very intentional and to decide, okay, when does it feel good for me? What, what dynamic feels really good for me? Who am I genuinely curious about? Who is genuinely curious about me? Who is the right person to build this relationship house with? And here's the thing about building your relationship house. Sometimes you could have two great builders, two wonderful people, and they have a different vision for the kind of house. One of you wants a modern beautiful sleek home and the other one wants a country farmhouse and you just simply have different visions for what a relationship is going to look like. So you have to always remember this dynamic is a third entity and you have to be willing to say, we're going to get together. We're going to show up. We're going to have fun. We're going to be vulnerable, open, honest, direct, and we're going to see if things match up. And of course, just like any investment you make, there's a chance that it might not work out. And there's a chance that it will. And when we take our time and we build a solid foundation and we show up securely attached, we're simply increasing our chances of building a wonderful, great relationship that we want. Um, And part of it is to just keep showing up and knowing that it's available to you. So I didn't give you a step-by-step timeline, but I hope I gave you a framework and a way of thinking that's going to serve you at an even higher level than any timeline could. If you are really struggling with moving to secure attachment, you all already know this, but I always want to remind you in case there's Any of you people who have been on the fence or you're feeling stubborn or you're thinking, I'm just too busy. Now is not the time. I've got X, Y, Z that I have to do at work, right? I I know you because I was you in my past. Um, But there's never going to feel like a time that's the right time. You have to decide that it's a priority. You have to decide that you want to learn how to show up securely attached so you can make better relationship investments, right? Um, If you're ready, the Empowered Secure Loved program is getting better and better all the time. We are so thrilled to be helping so many amazing women. Um, And we do have some spots opening up in June. So I would encourage you to apply to the program in June. I also love June because a portion of the proceeds will go to the Trevor Project. Love helping out the Trevor Project. They support LGBTQ youth and give them a place. 
And I know when I lived in Montana, one of my first jobs, um, I was probably 20 years old getting my undergrad um, at University of Montana in Missoula. One of my first jobs I had was the crisis line. And I worked, it was a statewide, that's how small Montana is. It was the only crisis line in Montana. And I got a lot of calls from LGBTQ youth who were really struggling. And, you know, there's a lot of very, very um, conservative places. And they were really struggling. And those calls stood out to me. They definitely framed some of my research and some of my drive to really help people accept themselves and love themselves fully. Um, So to me, to get to give to the Trevor Project now is just a small way to try to help some of the youth who are really struggling with their identities and really struggling with feeling accepted by their families. So anyways, in June, when you join the program, you help me help the Trevor Project. And that's a really awesome thing. All right. I appreciate you all. Thanks for listening. And of course, you know, I am wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk with you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce, And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.